Welcome everybody to the R&B podcast. You know it's lit and it's love like in our path. Be free, be Latrice, can we do it? Holding that talk, cause you know we getting to it. Powered by the king, so our love is his magic. Speaking that truth, and you know you gotta grab it. The love is authentic, so you know you gotta have it. Classic R&B, you now rocking with the badges. Welcome to the Classic R&B podcast. I am your host, Miss Brittany Latrice Badgett. And I'm Robbie Free Badgett. And we want to welcome you to Life Behind the Badgett Scenes. Join us as we dive a little bit deeper into the life of newlyweds. We'll be having some hard conversations. Maybe even some friendly debates. But no matter what, it's all in good taste. So come on in, take a seat, and turn up your new fave genre. That's right. It's classic R&B. Well... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day that it is that you hear this podcast. I'm your host, Rob B. Free Badger. I'm Brittany. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just woke up. They don't know that. They do now because I just woke up. My husband wakes up in business mode. Business. And here we are. Just woke up five minutes ago. Can we talk about that for a just minute? Just woke up five minutes ago. What is your peak time that you like all your pistons are firing? Ten, uh, nighttime. You start. No, give us a specific nighttime because it's ridiculous. Uh, probably like nine o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you turn up when I'm ready to turn down. And you wake up on GOMO and I don't wake up on GOMO. We got to figure this out. I wake up and I just want to relax for a minute. You wake up. All right. So today we've got yes. this, this this on a Saturday. Babe, let's keep it 100. What like, okay, so fair enough. You, you've you been working your, uh, your job from home, right? But outside of that, what day is not Saturday? That's not fair <laughs> because like you just said, I work every day. So every day is not Saturday. Yes, I have more a little bit more flexibility because mm-hmm. I'm home. But you see, I've been on Zoom calls all week long. So this is not Saturday to me is like literal. Like I don't have to get on a call. I don't have to really look at the computer like it's a brain turn off day because my brain has been on go mode all week long. Do you have to create, though, like. In your Zoom meetings, like breakdown, because people don't really know what you do uh, in this new occupation that you're in. It depends on what it is. So I think a lot of what I've been doing recently, because we are working from home, is like a lot of webinars. So I work as a youth and community services manager, which essentially I help develop and um, train and put forth initiatives to help stop interpersonal violence in the community. Mm. Um, and so a lot of like what I've been working on recently is prevention methods for sexual assault, domestic violence and stalking. I really wish you had like a whole episode dedicated to talking about what's been happening in the homes um, during this crisis, because it, it, it here's the thing. It's like, very, it's a very scary. Can time you share a little bit about some of the things that you guys have been sharing as far as the stats and stuff like that? Um, well, I think a lot of what we've been talking about is just kind of, I mean, the reality is with everyone being at home, domestic violence has increased and we know that. So calls to like police stations, well, to be honest, calls everywhere have kind of dropped because mm, it's really? hard. It, yeah, it's harder for them to call. 
they're that's at home. Not, they're at home with their perpetrators all day long. So oh, it's a, so they don't call. It's a little bit more difficult for them to be able to pick up the phone oh. and call someone versus my perpetrator is going to work. I can call a DV agency and talk about what's going on. So oh. we're not necessarily seeing the numbers reflected of what's actually going on, but we know that things are happening. How do you know? Like, how do you? You how, can. We can. I heard one know. of your calls. You saying. Oh, I think you were preparing one of your presentations and was talking about how the numbers have increased. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like I heard. Ugh, see, this is the thing. Like, st- everything starts to run together after a while because I've listened to so many calls. I feel like numbers to, I mean, calls to police stations have increased, but calls like to like reg like agencies and stuff for help have decreased. Mm. So I think it's. Just kind of, I feel like it might be people are calling once things get really bad. But the reality of the situation is that, you know, for many of us, like myself and my husband, you know, staying at home all day is cool. But for people who are in domestic violence relationships and situations, this is hell for them. Yeah, that's this the, is hell. That's like the, part the only time you breathe is when your spouse or your perpetrator goes to work and now they're yeah. not working. They're home all day. So there's abuse all day and you and don't, you can't just, go anywhere. Yeah, that's not you know? just to the partner. That's also to the children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we talked, sorry. Yeah, not, we were not. talking about, um, yesterday, the day before, I think it was Thursday. We were talking about on one of my calls, how, you know, I was taking a bystander. We were doing like a, a bystander. So there's a difference. There's two terms that essentially you can use is a bystander and an upstander. A bystander is someone who hears or knows, or sees domestic violence going on in their general circle, their general realm, and they don't do anything about it for various reasons. Um, And then an upstander is somebody who sees it and does something about it. And so we were talking just about how during this time, generally, like if someone is in a domestic violence relationship, they have the ability to go out into the community, whether or not they have to go to the store or, um, whatever like they're going to different places so other people are able to kind of if there is a bruise on their face or something like that more people are able to pick it up Mm. now because we're not able to leave the home less people are going to be able to notice any type of signs and so it's important i guess as a psa announcement if you are a neighbor or a friend or you know you see or hear things it's important to be more aware of your neighbors during this season let me can i ask you a question yeah. like um because i saw something and it's kind of i, I want to keep going in this direction while i was unplanned but i feel like it's not something that's being talked about um like i saw something that people have been sharing it says um if you're in danger uh send me an inbox asking for some yeah i seen uh, that what what is that I don't know. I saw my mom had posted something and she had said something like, if you're in danger, send me an inbox asking about a specific type of jewelry or something, something that she doesn't sell so that she knows like, oh, this person needs help. The my only thing about that is what do you do? Because if someone lives in a completely different state and they send you an, an inbox, I mean, I guess you can call the police, but I've. I've tried to call the police on behalf of somebody in a different you, state before. You're you did? I did. Okay, what was the situation? They were suicidal, uh, and they had reached out for help. And okay. I obviously, I'm in a different state. There's not much I can do. I don't know any of their family, any of their friends, so I reached out to the police. 
um, in my area, and they were like, you got to call the, the local police and try to get through to them. It was just a whole, mm. a whole thing. So even with stuff like that, it's hard because it's like, what can you actually do other than, you know, just you can provide a listening ear and that's important. Yeah. But I do want to make sure that you hear me say, like, this is a very prime opportunity that you need to check on your neighbors. Like, knock on their door. How you doing? Like, even if there is no domestic violence, it's a good idea just to begin to get friendly with people during this time true, because true. people don't know that they have somebody. And it's important, you know? And if there are people around you that you you are aware of any type of domestic violence situations or you hear or see things, don't just listen to it and close your, your ears. Like... You need to do something. And by do something, I generally mean call the police and let them do something. I'm not telling you to go put yourself in harm's way at all. Mm. But this is a scary time for a lot of people who can't go outside. So the only people who are going to notice that something is different or something is happening are their neighbors. Yeah, I, I think that you, you listen, <laughs> you be underselling yourself. It really just makes me so irritated. Like <laughs> you said, uh, you know, I don't like to get up as soon as I don't. You, soon as you listen, listen. This is my problem. Look, like granted, you've never been a super morning person. I've never even, been. A even when we were going back to dating, you thought, "Hey, I'm gonna hang hang out night and stare at this phone via video call." And I'm like, "Bro, it's almost twelve o'clock. I got to get up in the morning, right?" And I haven't been but, sleeping through the night this baby, week let either. Let me finish. Sorry, I was just adding that in there. You have it, but. The thing about about you, it's like sometimes I feel like it robs uh, the rest of the world of like the fruitness, the fruit that you bear. Like, cause once you finally open your mouth, when you finally get to the, you know, to the stadium, it's just like, oh, oh my god, you do it all the time. You did it to me yesterday when we were doing something else, and I was just like, yo, you make me so mad with this, um, cause I want more of it. Like, and we're gonna figure that out, but you know, we'll figure it out, but. Getting back to your point, I think the thing that has been bothering me the most is like, like I see videos, I see, you know, chain letters. You just need to stay home. Y'all need to stop, blah, 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 blah. Listen, I get the big picture of how people are being impacted in their health, right, through the mm -hmm. virus. But we're missing the part on how people are being impacted on their physical and mental and emotional health. Right. And, and for me, I'm like, yo, look, if you got to go take a walk, take your walk, man. Like, I don't care. Like, there's nobody at the park anyways uh, or find a different time when there's not that many people around uh, because I'm smart enough to know, like, even in a non abusive environment, it's still you can be in a mentally draining yeah. situation. Mental health is it's tough. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm I don't like, think we give enough credit to that. We don't. I think, you know, prior to this pandemic, there were a lot of people who are already struggling in their mental health. And it's hard to be isolated in your home. And you already for, battle with depression and anxiety. Yeah. And you just keep saying to me, you just need to stay in the house because somebody's going to get sick. I'm already sick. And for people who live alone and who don't have companionship in any form, like this can be, this is a trying time. And so sometimes people just go to the store because they just need to go, not because they need to buy anything. They no. just need to see people. Listen. They just need to be out of the house because if they don't, they're literally going to go crazy. And 
I, I, I mean, I'm all for, I do not feel like America is ready to open up again. I don't yeah, feel like yeah, we are yeah. there. I do feel like we are still at a place where we do need to stay at home and we do need to kind of, you know, ride this out for, honestly, what probably. What talk about like September though? We, we gonna ride That's out the far. whole summer, I do, babe. But I do feel like we need at least another month. I do. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't feel like we're there yet. I feel like if we try and rush and open back everything back up, yeah, you're gonna see a rise in cases because we're just not there. Um, so I do feel like we probably need at least another month of this. And truthfully, my boss on the phone was like, "We're gonna be working at home for a while." And initially, we were supposed to be going back to work May fourth. And so that statement let me know we're not going back to work May fourth. Oh yeah. Whether yeah, or not schools was like May seventh or something. Yeah, yeah, but even so, I think whether or not they decide to start opening stuff back up, we're not going back to work just yet because it's just we don't necessarily feel like it's time. But I do feel like in the meantime, if you need to get out of the house, it is okay to go for a walk. It is okay to walk around your block. The parks can and stuff you give are some as a mental health professional. Can you give some tips and strategies that people can do? to help build their mental health yeah i mean i think this is a good time for a, a reading a lot i think so uh, social media is a is a catch-22 i think it's a great place to be able to connect with other people but i think it's a very toxic place for overload of information that you don't need sure um and so i think it's extremely important that you are taking time off of social media if you are one that is prone to being overwhelmed by the things that you see and read um if you need a break take a break it's okay to take a break Facebook also has a very handy tool on it where you can tell Facebook how many hours a day you want to be on. I didn't and see that. A, really? Uh, yeah, I have it on my phone. I just always press OK and stay on longer. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, you can tell Facebook, alert me when I've been on Facebook for two hours this in, in any given day. And a little alert will pop up and says, you've been on Facebook for two hours to let you know, okay, oh, maybe I, I should take some that. time off. App or it's you, not or an app. It's quick. part of Facebook. It's like in the settings of Facebook, you can oh. go and ask Facebook to let oh. you know when you've been on for a certain amount of time. So maybe if you one that you feel like, okay, I spend way too much on Facebook in, in taking all or into, yeah, taking in all of this information, put a timer on your Facebook. And then when that timer goes off, don't be like me actually get off of Facebook and go, read a book or do something. I know a lot of people have been doing virtual um, brunches and stuff with their friends. Like if you have friends that you can't oh, physically cool. see, that's you guys cool. can on Saturday, we're going to have a brunch at noon. So everybody make your breakfast and we're going to get on Zoom and we're just going to talk and eat breakfast together. Um, I've seen plenty of people do that actually. Um, yeah, cool. people have been making, you know, having virtual brunches with their fam or with their friends, even families, families have been getting together on zoom just to talk. Like you don't have to stay disconnected from people just because yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. physically be around people. Right. So getting your friends and your family together, virtually playing games mm -hmm. via zoom or something like that. I know for my nephew's 14th birthday, we had a virtual birthday party, yeah, um, where we got, you know, some music, turned some music on. We came on zoom and we danced and it was fun to be around people well to mm -hmm. see people mm -hmm. and to see people having fun so everything is virtual now but that does not mean that you have to completely disconnect you can do telehealth so if you need a therapist telehealth. you don't have to talk stop to talk to them yeah if you need a therapist you don't have to stop having therapy because of this telehealth is essentially it's like facetiming your therapist except it's on a a, a more um HIPAA compliant and HIPAA is just our confidentiality. It's on a more like HIPAA compliant platform. So it's like you can call your, your therapist and have a virtual appointment with your therapist. You do not have to stop going to therapy because you can't go out of the home. 
um, going outside and taking a walk when mm-hmm. it's when the weather is good. Walking around your block, that's also great. Um, I think those yeah. are probably like yeah. the top Exercise. things. Going to church, maintaining yeah. your spiritual life, yeah. making sure that God is is in the midst of everything that you're doing, spending some time in your word, especially when mm-hmm. you start to feel overwhelmed and, and discouraged and depressed. Yes, exercise is huge too because you're releasing all these endorphins and you're allowing your body to, to heal and to, um, you know, when you're sweating, you're allowing yourself to get out all of the negativity and all of the negative stuff and intaking all of the positive things that you need for your body. So eating healthy, eating healthy is going to affect your mental health. Take it from me. Right now I am just fat times fat. That's and not true. It is, I am, That's you know, not, it's, a, no, it's a struggle. No, Weighs no. down on my mental Interruption. health. Interruption. So, Interruption. Take it from me. Eating healthy and exercising. <laughs> no, not, no. It is important. You, you can't discredit my feelings, Babe, okay? First of all, what? I watch what you eat. You're not eating a bunch of crap. I don't, Number but one. that's besides the point. Okay, but go I'm ahead, still fat, your point. fat, fat, fat. No, you're not. So, go ahead. taking care of your body, eating healthy, those things are going to improve your mind. And getting sleep. Sleeping regularly, getting your eight hours of sleep. We don't understand, like, when we don't sleep consistently or we only give our body two to three hours of sleep, we are depriving our brain of the necessary reset time that it needs so going to bed at a decent hour taking a bath and practicing I some take a self-care bath this morning. you take baths all the time you, why it's a part of self-care you put it some is little Epsom taking salt. some self-care oh look yeah figuring yeah. out we did a paint night last night that was so it was so pause, fun can i pause yeah and recognize you recognize the, me the tell off, them about me the tell awesome them what i did <laughs> the creative listen listen i i know why i married you i know why i was like all of those things Uh, She's creative. She's articulate. She's smart. She can show up in, you know, in a cool outfit. She likes uh, excitement, adventure, all of those reasons. Now, the downside is they are surprises. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know when you're going to get them. You don't know when you're going to get them. They in there, but they pop out like Jack in the box. Hold on. Hold on to them because you don't know when they're going to happen. But when they do, oh, baby, you know, she's stingy with it, though. Like, it'd be making me mad, but... I love it when you do it like so we had a paint night and um, it was, you know, we 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 we've tried to hold consistent to our date nights on Friday. We haven't been doing great, you know, but again, like I said, there's surprises, surprise with date night. And, but um, uh, what what she did was she because I had nothing to do with it. She had gotten the paint supplies. Um, she got them from Walmart. It wasn't a whole lot. She Literally, let me tell y'all, I probably spent like $15 on this. That's it. That's it. It don't take a lot. I bought a pack of paint for $5, a pack of canvases. I think that was like 5 or $6 and some paint brushes for like $5 and mm-hmm. turned on a YouTube video. Yeah. And bam. We turned on a YouTube video. And that was my first time ever doing a paint night. And it just so happened to be in our living room. Like, I think that that's so dope because it's like, listen, I'm not going to let uh, the circumstances define the depths of my creativity or how I'm going to flow. And I'm going to use this opportunity to continue to build my relationship. Now, that relationship could be with your partner, your spouse or with your your kids. Like, listen, you can get creative and do something other than what you've been doing. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit on the last uh, podcast, but mental health affects children, too. Yeah. I think a lot of time as parents, we tend to diminish 
um, what our children are feeling and how they're responding and how they are internalizing and processing only because they don't have the language to be able to communicate what they are feeling. Um, and so just as much as this quarantine is affecting adults, it, it affects our children too. And I think it's important that same type of creativity and things that we are trying to put forth as adults, like we have to do that for our children because they are getting very antsy and being and feeling stuffy because they have yeah. to stay in the house. They need to move. So definitely if you have children and the weather is nice, get them outside, let them ride their bike around the yard or around the block or something like that. This is not airborne, so they'll be fine. Um, take them out, though. They need to get some fresh air. They need to see something other than the four walls of their home and their room. Yeah, um, and ask questions. How right. are you doing today? How are you feeling? How is this quarantine affecting you? Like, how do you feel about it? Because... You know, I think a lot of times children don't feel, children don't feel like they can talk about it because we don't ask about it. Yeah, some of the things you can do if you have a little backyard, take a little picnic in the backyard mm -hmm. or create a little. Or I've fort. seen people go on a um a trunk neck too. What's that? So pretty much like if you have a a car where your trunk is big enough, uh -huh. just ride somewhere and open up the trunk. You, Pop the you trunk. guys can sit in the back of the trunk and have a little picnic. You know, go out. You know, wherever wherever is open that you guys can still drive to. Um, you can't you can't go in places, but you can still go somewhere. I think one idea I had, you know, you want to go to the movies, go. Yeah. Go sit in the parking lot of the movie theater, put your phone on Netflix uh -huh. and watch a movie. Okay. You know what I mean? So, and sit in your car, but you're at the movies. You had that idea. I could have sworn I said that yesterday. Could we just go sit outside the movie theater? Did you say that? I, I know did. you said you wanted to go to the and movie. And I was like, could we just pull up and sit in the parking lot? Because there's nobody in the parking lot. You just got to get creative. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. There's, you got to find the upside in the midst of the downs, man. But we just wanted to chop it up with you um, in doing so. Like, your mental health is important. You can't take care of your kids if you're not taking care of yourself. And carve out time to do it. It's not even like uh, um, a suggestion. This is a requirement. Like, you need to do it. We're going to go into the month of May with the same restrictions. If you struggle through April, then you're just going to struggle through May. Now, March, March threw us all off because nobody was ready. And we didn't think that that was going to happen. Well, it did. Uh, but April's about over, baby, you know, so we appreciate you checking in with us as we check in for you, check in with you. There's some upsides to the downsides. Absolutely. And if you listen to this podcast and you feel triggered in any type Good of way, point. or you'd feel like, you know, anything that we said, you need more information on, definitely reach out and we can try and get you the information that you need. Um, obviously we don't know where you live or what resources are currently nearby, but I can guarantee you yep. that there are plenty of resources just in, Again, I sit on meetings all day, all day every long. day, and we have a ton of resources in the community that are still going and that are wanting, like they are longing for people to call them. So there are definitely resources. Are and yes, wow. like there are all of these agencies that help domestic violence and sexual assault victims and per like they want they're waiting, like they're wanting people to call so that they can help. Because, again, as professionals, we know that things are happening. And it's scary that we're not getting the calls that we 
we need because we know that it's happening. So if nobody's calling, that means there's just tons of people out there not getting the help. So there's resources in your community. If you need help finding them, definitely reach out and we can see what we can do to help you locate those. But you are not alone. Um, alone. And this is not a death sentence. This is just a temporary time. We just have to figure out how to manage it the best way we can until this thing is over. But it's not going to last forever, you guys. We're going to come out of this on the other side prayerfully another month of this and we'll be back to whatever right. normal we is going to be, to be back to normal by June at that time yes he's very adamant about That's that it. um but yeah if you guys if you need anything definitely feel free um our email is the classic rmb life at gmail.com feel free to shoot us an email um if you need to talk or you need anything peace Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Classic R&B Podcast. To keep the conversation going, be sure to check us out on Facebook at The Classic R&B Life, on Instagram at Our Classic R&B Life, or you can check out our website at theclassicrnblife.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Peace.